Isaiah 7 Commentary www.lovingscripture.com The message has been that of judgment against Jerusalem. But chapter 7 is different. Yes, the city would be flattened by an external executor but not Judah's sister kingdom called Ephraim, a moniker for the northern kingdom of Israel. Definitely not by Israel's ally, Aram. We learn a couple of things from here. The Lord God defines the time, how, and who executes the judgment against Judah. It was never going to be a random occurrence of evil against Judah. Even when evil is done to the saint, the Lord God has the final word. How can we forget? The Creator God is Lord over all and retains ultimate control of everything in creation, events, objects, times, and spaces. He is sovereign and almighty. Aram, Syria, whose capital was Damascus, was a real threat. Combined with yet another powerful force at the time, Ephraim, Judah didn't stand any chance. But who cares? The Lord does. And so Judah is saved by the hand of the Lord God Almighty. But Judah is commanded to keep her faith in the Lord God. What makes the sinner sure of their own safety if the Lord can whip Judah so much that the nation scatters completely? Sixty-five years and Ephraim done, scattered. The nation would be scattered. Then we have an important messianic passage. The mention of the virgin and the boy's name remind us of another boy we have come to know as Emmanuel, God with U.S. Emmanuel's role here is simply his presence. It means salvation for the nation. Salvation from the hand of Ephraim and Aram. Yet Judah still had a rope around her neck. The hope is that God's people would see Emmanuel and believe. God is with them, but have they known it? No. So punishment it is. Even for Judah. Yes, Jerusalem and Judah. The saint is warned never to relax because of what they consider as God's favor on them. A fortune here and a gift there, they all mean nothing if we don't acknowledge and submit to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. More resources visit http://www.lovingscripture.com.